Welcome to the Awakening Feminine Podcast. My name is Melissa Blen, and I am the founder of this epic podcast where we are doing things unconventional, untraditional, unfamiliar, and sometimes necessarily unsupported in the traditional way that we see the world. And I'm super excited to have my amazing guest, Hannah, on today's podcast. She is a soul medicine woman, a certified astrologer, an American Federation certified, if I may be correct, because she is certified. Ding, ding, ding. She, she knows what she's doing. She's a priestess and a hypnosis therapist. Hannah Christensen has been on her own path to awakening her own inner witch, which today is what we're going to be talking about, reclaiming and awakening our own inner witch. And it has marked a profound transformation journey through her own dark night of her own soul, where she discovered a wellspring of resiliency in her wisdom that had been laying dormant. And we're going to talk all about how that reclaiming and waking that part of her, again, awakening the feminine and inner witch, how that really transformed and has changed the trajectory of her life. Through this awakening, she was able to unearth her potential potential magic, which I pulled today, her inner witch, a source of intuitive knowing and healing and empowerment. Hannah has her own experience of facing adversity, embracing her inner magic, and has uniquely equipped her guide and her, it has equipped her with her own inner guide through her own journey of self-discovery, her transformation, and the manifestation of her highest timeline. Her unique blend of astrology, which I have experienced, her, her unique blend of hypnosis, which I too have experienced, creates this space where magic happens and lives are changed forever. She currently lives in Las Vegas with her twin flame and her two beautiful homeborn children and their witchy cat, Miss Molly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hannah for coming on today to the Awakening the Feminine podcast. And so let's just dive into it and get started with when we talk about reclaiming your inner witch, what does that even mean? Such a good question. Such a good question. And thank you so much for having me on, Melissa. We've, we've been going far back and to be on your podcast right now is mm -hmm. such a vibe. I remember just like what, was it seven years ago or 10 years ago? I don't even freaking know. <laughs> I was like sitting on the couch and we were like doing tarot and I did your nail chart readings and, you know, just watch you and witness you in all this growth that you've been going through and your spiritual journey and just the way that you are a service to your, your people it's like so beautiful and to see that you have a podcast now and it's just and I'm on it I'm like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so fun and you're talking about the witch one of yeah. my favorite things to talk about like uh -huh. yeah okay so before we talk about like reclaiming the witch I want to talk about what does witch even mean because yeah. I feel like there is such a vast definition of witch um especially what we are taught in the toxic patriarchy that many of us have grown up in, what a witch truly is, and what we know about Halloween, you know, the green face and the like wrinkled skin and the nose and the warts and the 
pointy hats and you know all that stuff where who was what was really a witch mm-hmm. and a witch to me is a woman or men you know it's regardless of feminine or masculine in this case who is in connection with the cycles of nature mm-hmm. with the cycles of cosmos and understands that she is co-creating her reality together mm. with cosmos and that is scary for people who are trying to control you mm. so what they did you know on the witch hunts and even just like very close to where i come from i'm from germany very close to my hometown where hundreds of people were killed between the ages of 12 to 50 years old and it's and just prosecuted as beings who were in control of their own lives who Mm. were healers who uh, did not follow with the man-made structures of christianity and religion of what you're supposed to be doing and what you're supposed to believing Mm -hmm. and coming back to this point now in modern times so many of us have a witch wound inside Mm. of us like so many of my clients were actually you mentioned astral travel and we just went on an astral travel together a lot of times when i do work with my clients a past life comes up where they were a witch because the reason why we are here right now why we're feeling this inside of us is we're noticing okay it is time it is time to reclaim this it is time to integrate that wound of what has happened to us Mm -hmm. yes our loved ones, maybe ourselves, we were killed, we were executed. And that trauma is still in our soul. And it is influencing us, it is impacting us in the way that we're showing up in our lives. For example, it could show up in a way that we are afraid to speak our truth in public. Or we are afraid to dabble in magic, because we're like, it's too dangerous, right? Or um, what is it? Or we're doubting magic, right? We're doubting our intuition. We're, we're going into the other direction where we say like, nope, I'm just, I had a traumatic experience with this. I'm not even going to go with it anymore. Um, <clears throat> or we feel like we are, we only can have a small circle of people. We cannot mm. trust mm. the authorities. We cannot trust the people that the strangers that we don't know, like so many times we can feel that witch wound that is surfacing. Mm -hmm. And so this is why it is important for us to reclaim the Mm -hmm. inner witch and to understand that we're doing magic every single day. And when we become Mm -hmm. conscious of it, then it's a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. I love that you talked about that, you know, making it fun and and reclaiming that part and even like, um, having the witch wound in general. And if it's okay, I want to give like a real live example of an experience of like even the reawakening of, of my inner witch. And um, I, you know, I believe that I have been a part of that lifetime. I believe, and like, I've obviously you've worked with me for many years now. So you've, you've seen a lot transpire, but I think it's important to share a real live example of like, when we say like, we're, we're reclaiming a witch, we're reclaiming a part of ourselves and that it's part of our magic and it's all connected in the cosmos. And so um, Hannah and I were on a Zoom call 
2019, it was November 4th, and we were in an astrology course that Hannah was teaching, um, my roommate, Cindy, and we were in a course together, and it was a year-long course, and it was, I believe it was a Monday night, I can't recall the exact date, but we were on a Zoom call, and I unfortunately got the phone call that um, my roommate, Cindy, had died and had crossed over. And so Hannah was on the call with me and I'm talking and I'm like goosebumps lit up um, as we're speaking, which is a side note. My, when my body has goosebumps every all over, this is my intuition and this is my way my body's like, yes, full fuck yes. So put that over there really quick. But the minute that that happened, Hannah, you started pulling cards and you were channeling Cindy and you were channeling her. And I'll never forget it. Like you said, let's see what she has to say, what she wants. And I remember you pulled a card from an astrological deck or like a deck, right? Um, which a tool. And you pulled this card out and it was a woman that had this fraily hair. And it was like, I want to say it like, it looked like a witch that had like her hair all over. It was a female. And you got the distinct message of like, she wants you to have this. She says, go in her room right now. There's something there. And ironically, the card that you had picked while you were channeling Cindy through our call, my roommate Cindy had a picture right above her bed that looked exactly like the card you had pulled. Like you cannot make this stuff up. And so again, part of your magic and your, your, yeah, part of your intuition is like, you listened and you channeled. And I personally believe like the moment that my roommate crossed was a very big awakening for me on many levels that we are not going to get into. But I want to talk a little bit about that, you know, through your lens and experiences those of like, how did you, how were you even able to tap into those parts of yourself? Because obviously you have an ability, you have a gift. And sometimes when we hear the word witch, sometimes we can think like, oh, it's a, you can cast spells and you can do magic and you can do this. How, what would you tell the women that are watching out there of like, when I say like you intuitively tapped in and this came through, where would you even begin to start for women that are like, very not in this world, but there's like, they have this like, oh, I want to know more. And this resonates like, but where do I even begin? Like, what would you tell the women that for that? Mm, yeah. And thank you for asking that question. And thank you for sharing that story with Cindy. I feel like that was such an awakening mm -hmm. for for you, for sure, like mm -hmm. for many of us, but also, mm -hmm. like especially for you, yeah. And awakening of your inner witch because then it was so clear. Like Cindy is so strong in the spirit world, so strong. She's like very obvious with the messages mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. she is bringing to you, to me, to like everybody who was part of the Moon Manifestors, who was the mastermind mm -hmm. that I was doing at the time. And uh, I mean. It almost, when you have something, and this is what I want to say too, when, when people, death and the crossing over of a loved one can be such a beautiful initiation into your own magic. Mm. Can you say that again? Because that's, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So the death of a loved one can be such a beautiful initiation into your magic. <sighs> Let that land. That resonates. Yeah. yeah. That resonates. And why because do you believe that? Yeah. yeah, we literally have a loved one so close mm -hmm. on the other side, mm -hmm. beyond the veil. Mm -hmm. And it is easier to commune with someone that we know in this physical realm. Yeah. It's easier to commune with them beyond the veil than some, let's say, some Kuan Yin goddess or, you know, even Jesus or Mother Mary. Like, that can be such a broad concept to be like, how do I even connect? Or angels, you know, it can be such a broad mm -hmm. concept for many. Um, or if you think of God as a, as a person, it's like, wow, how do I even, like, where does that even start? Yeah. But when people, when, when we are confronted with death, First of all, it makes us think about, okay, what is my life even about? What's the meaning of my life? Am I expressing myself truthfully, authentically? Am I truly on my path? Mm. And then second, what's going to happen with my loved one now? Oof. So it picks yeah. up, it, it gets us deep. This is why death is such an initiation. And it was an initiation for me personally, too. Um, my grandma crossed over when um it was in 20 uh, yeah 2010 my grandma crossed over she was she had cancer so we all knew it was time she crossed over at home mm. and she lived right next to us so my mom stayed over at her house and in the morning at like 4 a.m in the morning i got this phone call and i knew mm. it was my mom telling me that she crossed over. Mm. And the wild thing was that my mom actually was woken up. She was woken up and she felt the call to go to her mom into the bedroom, hold her hand. And that was the moment where her mom crossed over. Wow. Mm. And those are kind of the intuitive hints that we all have. Like we mm -hmm. all have them. Even if you feel like, mm, I, I'm like super scientific, I'm super logical. I'm like, I can't we still have those intuitive hints. Mm -hmm. Like nobody can tell me that you never have any gut feelings. So for those women that are like, how do I even get started? Listen, start listening, start tuning into those intuitive hints. These like goosebumps that you're getting or these mm -hmm. like, ooh, like, was that random? Mm -hmm. Feel into that because what is truly random if you think of it as a cosmic web and everything is interconnected? Really allow yourself to believe that it may not be random and then realize the power that you truly have in your own intuition and in your own magic. For me, what happened is I went over to my grandma's house after I heard that she crossed over and we were all around her bed laying, standing there and she was laying in there, her body. Mm. And just the day before I went to her and I talked to her and I gave her a kiss on the forehead. And so I did that again. Yeah, she crossed mm -hmm. over, so I kissed her. And I was like, ooh, that's not her. That, mm. that just, I just kissed an empty body. I just mm. kissed an empty shell. Wow. And so I was like, okay, where, where are you, grandma? Where are you? And everybody was, you know, crying around the bed. And I just felt called to, like, go outside the bedroom and 
I was in the hallway and then I saw the door to the living room and I could like feel this pull to open that door. So I opened it and I sat down on the couch and my grandma loved her living room. And the moment I sat down on the couch, I felt this wind and I could smell her perfume. And I got goosebumps all over my body. And I knew, here here you are. I said, hi. (laughs) And I just knew she was right there. And we were communing in that space. And that was the very first time that I was in contact with a spirit from a loved one who has crossed over. And that was the start, the slow start of the awakening of my inner witch. And through that, you know, I had to go for my dark night of the soul first to uh, just oh, yeah. like fully break everything down, burn it down to burn the Burn it down. Colleen, burn <laughs> it down. Burn it down. Yeah. Burn it down. Resurrect for real. But. Yeah. 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 Because I think that's important too, is like, as the awakening parts were coming online for you of tapping into parts of yourself that, you know, have been, you know, hidden, unconnected with, a lot of the times through these dark nights or of the soul or things when you're going through this reawakening, um, which is ironically why I called my podcast, you know, Awakening the Feminine, because there's so much of us that has lied dormant, you know, for many, many reasons. And the parts of us, right, that were you and I say we, we're getting comfortable to like show the world this, this side of us in a way of like, this is who I am. I can no longer deny this part of myself. I can no longer hide this part of myself. I will no longer have to, you know, make excuses for this part of myself. Like this is just who I am. And this is truly important and really connecting that. But part of the process of, I think, reawakening um, the witch is also knowing that part of the process is burning things down and dismantling the illusion of what you unconsciously, consciously, whichever one that you had created, right? And so taking this one step further, like when my roommate had died, I had lived in the same house for 22 years and I had built this whole vision of like, this is my house, this is how I wanna live and all of these constructs that kept me safe to not show the world my true, true, true essence, which you've seen come online since she's crossed. But the moment that she died, like everything in my life was dismantled. And it was like, I left my house. It was the moment that I left Las Vegas and moved to California. And it was like, oh my God, I had to burn it all down. Everything that was safe, that was familiar, that was known, I had to burn it down and I had to get rid of it. And yeah, it was scary and learning to work with the deeper powers, obviously within myself. And and more importantly, I think, um, liking those parts of myself and, 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 and more importantly, realizing that with great power comes great respect. Right. And so let me ask you this, Hannah, like with this power inner witch, right? Like, let's go back. Like, let's talk about the power that we had back in the day. Like, what was that power like? Because we had power and women, you have power. Whether you believe it or not, you have power. And with great power comes great responsibility and respect. So 
what was that like for you, Hannah, knowing like back then, what was the witch, what was that like for us back then of great power and responsibility? And why were we um, hung? Why were we burned? Why were we? And now where we are today, why is it so important to bring that part back up if it was so bad back then? And I say bad in, in parentheses. Yes. Yeah, it was all, you know, back in the day we had matriarchal society. That means the feminine was leading. Um, and that was, you know, in the in the ancient cultures, in the Mayan cultures and um, you know, going going way back. Yeah. <laughs> because this this whole like diminishing of the feminine has been going on for many yeah thousands of years so it's you know it's a it's a long time where we are reawakening it and it's coming online now so a lot of us have forgotten Mm. that you know because it is so far away and because this story is his story so it's written by the winners Mm. and it's written mostly by men from the masculine perspective right which is the more logical intellectual perspective that looks at okay so these are the facts and this is what we did and then this happened and then that Mm -hmm. the mystery yeah yeah has been removed from the history Mm. and that was a problem for us women to like really have other women to connect to and be like oh yeah she was a powerful witch or she was a powerful healer or she was a leader and a guide in that way because we just didn't have any idols to look up on like when we go into history class like most of the time we learn about men yeah and women were just like the sidekick yeah that's a great point you know so even religion you know that the religion is man-based the lord god the father the son yeah you know, all of it. So we as women, and part of that reclamation of the inner witch is also to realize, just as you were saying, like, oh, wait, the feminine has just as much power as the masculine. And it's actually super important for the feminine to step into her powers. Yeah. And when I say the feminine, I also mean the feminine within men as totally. well, because they have been going through the toxic patriarchy as well. They totally. have been suffering through this too. Totally on so many levels so totally we both men and women have been suffering through that and now as women as womb men right beings born with a womb we literally have a portal yeah between our legs yeah baby bringing in soul (laughs) into this world like we literally have this portal and even if we don't use it to bring physical children into this world we mm-hmm. still have this power of creation inside of totally. us. We totally. still have that deep connection to cosmos and that deep mm-hmm. connection to the divine mm-hmm. and between the worlds. And that is something that is innate to the feminine. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, that was revered, revered, right? And honored because they understood how important yeah. it is. And the men were the more of the okay let me do the doing right like what needs to get done yeah and the women were okay let me feel into it let me connect to source okay what is what is the vision where are we heading what is going on around us 
how can I cleanse myself, the space, mm-hmm. our village, you know, make sure we're protected spiritually, make sure mm-hmm. we're knowing where we're heading, intuitively be guided. And then the man comes, usually they came in asking the women yeah. for guidance, for yeah. advice as an oracle, honoring her as the queen, as just yeah. as important as the king. Yeah. And then realizing, okay, this is what the, the man is moving towards yeah you know so having these two feminine and masculine interact like knowing the masculine is the physical leader and the women the feminine is the spiritual leader mm-hmm. that is that is a big piece and i feel in a lot of relationships that is showing up like that too yeah not necessarily that it is the man the masculine the woman the feminine but one person one partner is the more masculine and the other yep. one is the more feminine and yep. so knowing okay both of these have their unique powers not one is better than the others but both have their unique powers and that's how we can actually create polarity Mm -hmm. and and a beautiful dance between the two things and nobody tries to compete with each other right what they were trying to make us do it's like taking the spiritual leadership away from the women and then be like you gotta be physical leader just like men you gotta try to compete with men and try to do all the things that men are doing which our hormonal cycle is completely different it doesn't work for us no it does not (laughs) it doesn't work this way so um now reclaiming that reclaiming our ancestry and our feminine power within that's gonna help create more polarity within ourselves within our relationships and therefore within the collective too. So when yeah. we're really thinking about, okay, how can we bring more peace into this world, more harmony, that is about polarity between yeah. the two energies so that we stop competing with each other, but we start realizing and honoring each other's strengths and we're working together. Yeah. So also too, what I hear you saying is like part of the reclaiming of the witch is getting back in touch with your 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 knowing your intuition feeling into choices and decisions versus looking and going oh this logically makes sense this is how it should look and really psychoanalyze that from a logic perspective versus like okay let me maybe get out of the the, the mundane and the weeds of how i think it should be and let me feel into the way that my body in right relation to self is like, where is it intuitively taking me and where is it intuitively going with this and, and making choices and decisions from that intuition and from that felt sense. And I think that's also important to talk about when we talk about, you know, reclaiming our inner witch is like, it's important to know that also too, as a sovereign being for women, it's like, we so often go to a doctor and saying like, what's wrong with me? something's wrong. And like, because a lab work says A, B, C, and D, we label, we like, we have gotten so accustomed to labeling things of like, you have attention deficit disorder, you're emotional, you know, you need antidepressants, you need the pill. When the reality of it is, is like this poor human that is sitting there is so disconnected from self that the body is screaming, look at me, please pay attention to me, connect to me, hear me, listen to me, hear me, body, not mind, body, 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 body. And so what I hear you saying is like a part of reclaiming the witch 
literally deeply listening with a capital L to the body and listening and being in tune with the cycles, with nature, and interweaving those things because this is the fabric of what the feminine is. Is that correct, Hannah? Absolutely. Yes. And that just brought up so much because Mm. even just knowing that was a huge initiation for me and bringing both of my babies into this world at home in the arms of my love. That was just such a deep, mm, just a deepening of my feminine power right there. Yeah. Because it had to, I had to reclaim, right? I had to reclaim my power as a woman, as a mother. And so many are like, when you say you go to the hospital, you know, oh my God, my water breaks. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, emergency. I need to go to the hospital. I need to have a doctor deliver my baby. Yeah. Right? That's what is put into our minds. Totally. I need to be hooked on machines. Yeah. I can only move when they allow me to move. Totally. I have to take medicine because, oh, it's not working this way. Well, why is it not working this way? Because I don't allow myself to listen to my body. Yeah. Because I don't allow myself to trust my body and my ancestors and my ancestral lineage who have gone thousands and thousands of years without doctors delivering babies. Women know how to give birth. It's in our DNA. It's in our body. And when we allow to really sink into that and just be so in tune with our body and then so beautiful too, to bring our partner into it and be like, let's do this together. This is what you, this is what I need you to support me during this time instead of having the, the debt be like, oh my gosh, I can't even look. Oh my gosh, oh my god, well, the doctor is gonna do all of it. I can't. I don't even want to have yeah. anything to do with it. I'm just gonna stand in front of the hospital door and wait until I have my baby in my arms. You know, like that was like yeah. that whole generation of men that was so totally. disconnected from it. And now we're seeing the shift happening with yeah. midwives and home births coming up, thanks to COVID, because a lot of hospitals were closed that or yeah. couldn't like not closed, yeah. but people couldn't have guests come over or like people with them and they're opted out to yeah. give birth at home and go with a midwife, which I'm like, wow, this is perfect. Like this yeah. is like one of the ways of like using something that is happening in the collective for the highest good, you totally. know, for the highest timeline of us humans. Totally. So we reclaim that and we are reclaiming that more and more. Yeah. And also sharing that with our partner with the masculine of yeah. how the feminine is so powerful. And I remember after I gave birth to our first child, our daughter, and I had her in my arms, Alex was just looking at me, he's just like, Wow, you're a goddess. Mm. And this was this is how women were honored back in the yeah. day. You know, they gave birth and people yeah. were like you just yeah. brought a soul into this world. Yeah, for sure. For you know, sure. and beyond that, it's like we were just always in tune, more in tune with our intuition, with our body, our soul, right? Body yeah. and soul are both the, the feminine. Yeah. And when we are really allowing ourselves to connect with those pieces and trust, mm-hmm. trust ourselves again. Mm-hmm. That's when we're reclaiming the inner witch. And that's a huge piece because our trust has been broken. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. So there's a lot of reclamation and a lot of healing, a lot of integration. I have so many clients um, that are going into past lives as a witch because they are, you know, remembering that, that they were witches. And through that time, we only go to past lives. Like, I'm not saying like, okay, let's go to a past life where you were a witch. No, I'm only, I say, okay, let's, we're going to a place and time, a timeline where there's a wound that needs to be integrated. Yeah, where there is something needs to be healed in regards to guilt in regards to shame and regards yeah. to, um, you know, being afraid to speak your truth. Like, where is that coming from? Where's the origin? Totally. And so many had witch wounds. And yeah. I even remember um, one, uh, one woman had always trouble with relationships, always mm-hmm. like going for a really, really hard time with relationships. And we were doing this whole rebirth journey together. And then one of the pieces was to like come back to realizing where um, this fear of betrayal mm. that was coming in, coming up every time in every relationship. Wow. So we're going back in time. She remembers this time as a witch where she was in love with a man mm-hmm. who was a normal person of the village and turns out that they were in love, but then someone found out about it. And then she got killed for it or she got yeah. um, she got ha- hunted for it. And they had to break up the union. So she couldn't trust anyone around her. Mm. And then even the man was kind of like going, he was like pretending he didn't know her, you know, and like it was this whole, yeah. like he didn't stand for her because he didn't want to get into trouble. And like all those pieces were still there. Inside. The wound was still there. And it was yeah. still, it's interesting how those pieces are still impacting us. Whatever yeah. happens to our body, whatever yeah. happens to our soul, it's still impacting us in oh, the yeah. now. The good um, and the bad. Yeah. And being aware of that, we can consciously integrate that. Yeah. And and feel more empowered in ourselves. You know, I love that you brought that up because I, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, when we talk about reclaiming the witch, I, I want to give a bigger piece of context. Like there's multi ways that you can get awaken this a part of yourself. So I wanna I wanna just be really crystal clear. Like it's it's not just one linear way of reigniting or reawakening your own inner witch, right? Like there's multiple ways. So there's not just one way, but I think it's important for the audience that when we're talking to today is like the work that you do, Hannah, that I've got to experience that's helped me reawaken my own inner witch, you know, in, in multiple ways, you know, is know that there's just not one way, right? And so like some of the work that Hannah does is is how I met Hannah was through, you know, reading um, my astrological chart. And you've been reading my chart now for well over seven, eight plus years. And I integrate that and really connect and to feel into that. And I work with that. I work with that actually every week. Um, and so I've learned a lot from you. And then the uh, one of the other ways that I've got to experience to 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 really work on even my deeper intuition. And that's something that's been coming a lot more stronger online. And we did a couple days ago, we did an astral travel. And so an astral travel, I'll let you Hannah describe what that was, but to give a small just context of it, you know, I went into hypnosis, I was put under hypnosis and my soul guided me exactly where I needed to go. We had a specific question with a specific experience that I'm in the process of 
right now. And I had a specific question and there was, it's kind of crazy, but it's not crazy. I literally called in my spirit guides, my ancestors to like support me in something. And the first one that came through was ironically Cindy, my roommate who died. And in the astral travel, her energy was so strong. Like I had, again, my body had lots of goosebumps, chills. And I was like, wow, I can't make this up. But in the astral travel, she literally took a cup and she put the cup in front of me. And on the cup, it said, choose joy. And she kept laughing and she kept laughing. And like, I can't pull this out of thin air. Like it just was so strong, choose joy. And so literally... That night or the next day, I went online to Amazon and I'm like, I got to get this mug. This is, there's something that I need to have this mug. So I bought a mug that literally says, choose joy. You know, when that mug got delivered, it was shattered. I was like, holy shit, like shattered. And it was so taking the metaphysical spiritual realm that we literally and figuratively connected through, through astral travel. And I want to talk a little bit about like what that is for people who have no clue what that is, but taking this higher consciousness experience, like I was out of my body having this ethereal experience, then coming into the physical plane and bringing in a physical item, like a coffee mug that said, choose joy. And it was shattered. And the symbolism of how much my joy has been shattered in the last 10 weeks um, in regards to my partnership, the joy that we shared has just shattered, you know, and like the symbolism of like my life right now, I was like, oh my God. And so for me, that was such a like, okay, am I crazy that I just saw Cindy in this mug? Eh. Right. And I think that's also a lot of times it's like I double verify, if not triple verify. Right. And so then I order the mug and then I get the mug and it's like, are you listening? Are you really listening? Because I'm now triple verifying and double verifying. And so I took the ether, brought it into the physical plane and then bam, if that's not magic, I don't know what is. Right. <laughs> I don't know what is, you know, so I think it's important that who's listening and for women to listen, like why is astral travel so powerful and how can it help women really reawaken their own or enrich in their own, in their own ability. And like, if I'm being honest, my whole astral travel, my power, my whole, the mug, the synchronicity, my intuition, my connection, like Hannah did nothing to orchestrate any of this. This was all my power my inner witch, my connection to my guides. And this is now all unfolded in, there's so many more layers to this story that I, I choose not to share because of confidentiality. But it's like, you have, like, I cannot make this up. So astral travel, I want to talk a little briefly about this of like, what does that even mean for women that are curious about that of, of reawakening maybe some of their own intuition and inner witch? Yes, yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. And this is this is kind of has something to do with the question that you asked me before about the witch and the spells and you know all those different pieces so there are so many different ways of like how you can awaken your inner witch and how you can work as a witch there's so many different types of witches yeah. um 
So there are you know, spells in itself. It's literally the words that we speak, right? Spelling. Yeah. We literally abracadabra. Say, yeah, abracadabra. Yeah. I create as I speak. Um, but also like as you speak and you have emotion behind it, you create mm. spells. You can also curse someone subconsciously. Mm. You can curse yourself subconsciously. You can bless others through prayers, you know, like mm -hmm. our words is that's our wand. Our yeah. word is our wand. So first of all, I want to say it's much easier than like, okay, I need to get these like little spell books and I need yeah. to make this love spell and this, <laughs> you know, yes, that's one form of magic, but you're literally yeah. doing magic every single day. Yeah. You know? Like just be conscious of it. Just become more aware of it. And this yeah. is really the work that, that I do with my clients is yeah. I, like you were saying, like, I want you to do it. Like, I don't want to be the one be like, okay, you come to me, help me um, release the spirit attachment or help me do, or, or, or you do this energy work for me now, or you do yeah. the healing. Like I, that's not <laughs> what I do. I want you, I yeah. guide you to go yeah. into your own soul yeah. to reclaim your own power so you can release spirit attachment yeah. so you can tune in with your spirit team so you can meet your loved ones beyond the veil so you can meet your future partner in the astral yeah. world you know like all those pieces this yeah. is where I, this is what it is so um important in my work is like there are mediums you can go to there are yeah. fortune tellers you there are tarot readers and stuff and, and even astrology you know yeah. that is always like a service that i give to the other and yeah. when i started to implement astral travel into my work i was like that this is it because that and this is why i was so excited that we were doing it for the first time after yeah. so many years of just being in the astrological realm yeah. together, we're like okay cool let's do this because the work gets so much deeper if it's just not yeah. me guiding you yeah. onto something but rather like me guiding you to guide yourself to do the yeah. thing on your own you know yeah. so that's where the power lies and what astral travel truly is we're all doing it um if you've ever had a dream at night that felt so real mm. or a loved one who has crossed over mm -hmm. is meeting you in a dream and you just like wake up and you're like wow that felt like it was real that was astral travel right? So we are yeah. multidimensional beings. We're living here in this 3D realm, but there's yeah. 40, 50, 60, 70, like there are other dimensions yeah. that we're still a part of. So the astral realm is the 4D. This is the realm where we can go into our subconscious and there's mm -hmm. no time or space. You can time travel, you can, you can go into the past, into the future, into into your childhood, into your past life, into other incarnations as a being that does not live on earth. You know, like literally anything is possible. Yeah. And the how we're doing it is we're doing it that it only comes up that piece that your soul is guiding you towards. So we're always working in hand with your spirit team. Yeah. So it's nothing like forced by me okay, yeah, I think we should be doing that, but rather like, okay, so first we're going to have a little talk about, okay, what is going on? And then I suggest something. Okay, I feel like this might be something. And then the other person like, oh yeah, that feels really resonant. Yeah. And they're like, yes, let's do it. And then we are still guided with the spirit team and be like, okay, whatever is behind this door, this is for your highest good. So as I'm guiding you into hypnosis, you're opening the door by yourself but you are in support with me mm -hmm. and with the spirit team, like everybody's around you, but you are moving through the experience 
on oh, your yeah. own and I'm basically just a travel guide just like being on your side to help you move through what yeah. is ever what is coming up so it's basically like a kind of like a psychedelic experience but it is like without the mushrooms <laughs> what is it it's a psychedelic experience without literally eating the mushroom or taking lsd like you're like or doing bufo or whatever form of psychedelic it's like you're doing it and you're sober and you're like you're conscious and you're like yeah you're here totally yeah, yeah. and and during yeah. the time you always have to control to come out of it yeah. like at any moment, like, it's not, oh my gosh, I'm in hypnosis. I have no idea where I'm at. Like, you yeah. can always still tune back into your body and be like, this is, this is too wild. I need to go back, you know, but yeah. I seldomly have that just, it happened once uh, with a client who saw her loved one who has crossed over and she hasn't seen her for mm. so long. And it was very emotional. And she was like, oh. I don't know if I'm ready for this yet because yeah. it, it was still very fresh. And so we just took it super slow because usually loved ones who have crossed over, they're just so eager. Like as soon as yeah. you're in the astral realm, they're like, oh, oh yeah, oh my gosh, she's open. She's available for me to connect with her. Yeah. That's Cindy. You do that. And I'm like, oh God, that's Cindy. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So they're yeah. so excited because they want to tell us like, we're not dead. Like we're not gone. Yeah. Like we're yeah. here. And we have this saying in our society, right? Like, oh Yeah this is loss or I, yeah. I lost my friend. I lost my partner or it's like yeah. this, this loss and they're gone and they passed mm. away and really become, a, we want to become of our word, beware of, of our words, words, right? The word is the wand. When yeah. we say, this is why I always say crossed over because they crossed over to another dimension. That's yeah. all it is. Death yeah. is just the portal. That's this yep. same portal as birth. Exactly yep. the same. It's wild. Like, the moment that I gave birth to my son, mm. I really slowed down because I could feel like his head crowning. And I knew that with the next wave, with the next surge, which is also called contraction in our yeah. medical terms, which is not very helpful for women to think about contraction. I like to think about it as a wave, right? It's yeah. helping you. It's not like contracting you. you yeah. Know, it's helping you to birth your baby. So with the next wave, I knew okay, my son is going to be outside of my body. He's going to yeah. be living his own life now, yeah. right? And it was this moment, and I knew it was like a minute long or so, and I didn't force it. I didn't push it. I was actually leaning back on purpose to just stay in this limbo, this in-between. Mm. Because when you stay in that, it's like, ah. Oh, it's such a magical moment. Yeah. When you notice that when you've ever been with someone who is crossing over, if you've ever been with someone as they crossed over in a peaceful setting. Yeah. You can tune into that portal too. Like oh, totally. Same vibe. It's this like, just yeah. this sacredness. It's like literally, okay, the portal just opened. Mm-hmm crossing into the world and birth going out of this world mm -hmm. into the other dimension where we come from yeah and i as you say that the thing that the the pain that is coming through to me right now is i, I think also too about reawakening the witch is like i think the other thing is like we cannot not escape death we cannot not escape pain we cannot not escape um, you know, 
adversity and challenges. Like, like just, just because we're reawakening or we're claiming, it's not to say like, we're never going to experience these human experiences. But what I think is important when you're talking about the space in between and the consciousness and, and the awareness and the, and for me, and, and for me, it's like bringing the felt sense back online, the feeling, the felt, um, it's, you are, you have an opportunity to, to witness, um, you know, our human, your, our humanity, our, hum- our humanness. And the beautiful thing about the witch is like, there's so much polarity that from a feeling perspective, perspective and like just a bigger, broader perspective um, is so magical because it isn't linear. It isn't not something that you're going to find in a textbook. It's not something that is defined. It is something that is, and it's, it's within all of us. And I think that's really important is like, what is, what works for Hannah may not necessarily be my magic. What may be my magic may, may not work for somebody else. But this beautiful part of reawakening the witch, whether it's through astral travel like you do, Hannah, through astrology, you know, through any form of a, a ritual of reconnecting back to those parts. It's like we're all uniquely different and life experiences are going to happen. And when we can really also learn, like we have a responsibility for ourselves first and foremost. And then, as you mentioned, Tana, to ripple that out into, into the world, into the consciousness and coming back full circle about childbirth. My, obviously, I don't have children of my own. And if I had ever made the decision to have one, I always knew that I wanted to do a home birth, you know? And for me, this is my belief system is like, Part of reclaiming a witch is like practicing doing self no harm, practicing utilizing the tools that are here on our planet that are non-harmful, herbs, nature. You know, these are things that co-creation has put for us to, you know, our, a woman's bleed. These are things that are all within arm's distance length around us that we have access to that is non-harmful. So I think that's an important is like your work is so beautiful and non-harmful and so delicate at the same sense um, that it's mag- it's it's literally and figuratively magic. Yes, magic. Like pick this card today on the day that we do this podcast. I can't I make that, that shit up. You, you, and I want to share with you, I love, I love that whole stream that just came out of you. Like so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's like this, the feminine way, the the witch way, so to speak. It's like going with the cycles, going with yeah. the seasons, going yeah. with the ups and downs of life. Yeah. And I think a big piece of what we've forgotten is that we think that life is supposed to be a straight line. Yeah. And that every single day should be the same. Like it's not. And we're going through no. cycles, hormonal cycles, but we're also sure. emotional cycles and, you know, past life stuff and like all kinds of things that are yeah. coming up and fears and, and, and blessing blessings and triggers and, uh, yeah. you know, beautiful moments. Like it's, it's such a polarity. It's such a yeah. beautiful dance between the two. And I think we've forgotten to acknowledge when we are in the Valley to not feel like, Oh, something's wrong. Oh, I'm feeling yeah. sad. Something's wrong with me. Oh, or I'm feeling angry. Something's wrong with me. I need to change it. I need oh. to, con- 
I need to ignore it. I need to get something, but realize, no, this is a gift. That mm-hmm. sadness, that anger is there to integrate something. There's something yeah. deeper there in the valley. We can integrate on the mountain. We can manifest, right? Mm-hmm. So we integrate something in the ha- valley and we have the momentum to that go up into our next level. Totally. On being on top of the world again and feeling totally. like everything's going our way, totally. and then we're back in the valley and we're like, yeah. ah, you know, uh-huh. and just just being okay with those ways because every single yeah. one of us is going through them. Yeah, and the witch is really allowing ourselves to be at peace. Yeah, through the waves of yeah. time and through the seasons. Yeah. yeah, and then I love that you're mentioning the inner healer, right? Like the witch yeah. is, is the healer and like bringing yeah. up this this power that we have to heal our own body and knowing yeah. healing is the natural yeah. flow of the body. So when we don't heal something in our body, that means there is some sort of block. There is yep. something there that is preventing it from healing. Yeah. What is that piece? It's not about, okay, let me relieve the symptoms, but let me look at yeah. the origin of that piece that was blocking yep. that from healing. And yep. that can be from other lifetimes too that can be from your ancestral lineage broken down that can be from you know from childhood someone said something to you and you internalize that and then it comes out as dis-ease so many different ways and when we tune deeper into that wisdom Mm -hmm. as i always say like the soul communicates through the body like when we tune into that wisdom of our Mm -hmm. body it's literally saying us telling us everything that we need to know yeah as you're talking about this, my mind goes to automatically, you know, um, the cave, which is something I wanted to create some space for as we, you know, kind of wrap this up today is, is as you're saying, like, if there's anger, like, go there. Like, if there's sadness, witness it, allow it, like, go there. You know, we live in it. I like to just be blunt is like, we live in a fucking toxic positivity culture. We live in it. And I, hi, my name is Melissa. Have we met? I bought into that for a long time, you know, and I bought into that. Um, this was many years ago. And it was like, oh, no, I can't be sad. I can't be angry. Like, that's not the right thing to do. But when we live in a world of toxic positivity, which we do live in, we are bypassing such wisdom and such medicine in the way that when it is, as Hannah's mentioned, able to be felt and integrated and, and leaned into like, this is medicine for me. Like, Oh, like this is right. This is rich. And, and integrate that into, into self. It's unbelievably transformational um, on many levels. And I speak through that through true experience of when we go into the cave when we go into into the shadows and when we go into those valleys, there is medicine there for us to feel and to witness and hold and have compassion and empathy and all of these things. And there are a lot of us in the world, unfortunately, that have no idea where even to begin. And ladies, like, I'm going to let the plane land with this for you. It's like feeling all of these parts are going into the cave and allowing yourself to witness and to see these parts of yourself that you have not give paid reverence and respect to, and, and there's fear. This is a beautiful opportunity for you to experience Hannah's magic and her work with this beautiful program called The Cave. 
because I know through personal experience, when I embraced, I'm fucking pissed. And when I've embraced, like, I'm lonely and I'm sad and I'm grieving, the magic that that just freed from my body, just even calling it what it was, like, has changed my life. Um, and so, Hannah, I want you to share with the women with this beautiful upcoming program that you're having a little bit um, for anyone. I can't, first and foremost, like, I cannot thank you enough for the work that you do. Like, the the work that you do has changed my life through years of astrology. Now, just experiencing astral travel, and that's a whew, like, okay, here we go. Like, I can't thank you enough because you were placed into my life for a very powerful um, reawakening of myself. And so I want to thank you and I'm humbled and I'm honored. And I 1000% vouch for the work that you do of integrity and, and reverence and respect. So thank you very much. I love you. I see you. I honor you from a witch to a witch. I see you and I love you. And so to so tell the women that are watching about the cave and, and, and the invitation. Mm, love you too thank you so mm -hmm. much mm. Mm -hmm. almost brought tears into my eyes as you were speaking so beautiful mm. yeah <laughs> so the cave yes I love how you were bringing it into the symbolism of like really going in there and just being true to who you are and the cave is a sacred membership that I'm mm. really excited about because it's not like a normal membership it's like we're in connection on the daily so there is a telegram group where you're literally in community on the daily and you can enter that cave whenever you need to feel more nourished whenever you need to feel more okay i want to expand my mind i want to awaken my third eye i want to open my heart more whenever it is in your moment like this is what the cave is for we have different topic topics within the cave where we're going in cosmic flow with the seasons talking mm. about cycles you know really manifesting with the moon in sync um that's one piece of it the other piece is like integrating stuff like really yeah. letting it out whatever needs to come through speaking off it feeling into it tuning deeper into it and allowing yourself to show up as your true self yeah. so from that moment on you can actually as you say like you name that fear yeah and suddenly it doesn't have so much power anymore no. it's like in a dream when this monster is is chasing you, is chasing you. And then you like turn around, look at it. It usually disappears. Totally. Or you realize, oh, it has, it's actually a friend. You know, yeah. you actually realize, oh, wow, that fear that I was so afraid of. Yeah. That's actually my deepest medicine and gift. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. So this is what we're doing in the cave. And then we also have two group sessions, okay. each like live on Zoom, two group sessions per month. So we get to know each other on that level and do astro travels together as yeah. well. So it is such a deep healing and um, empowering uh, place to be. And the reason why I chose it to call it the cave is because I've been really connecting with my ancestors, the Celtics, mm -hmm. and they had the Druids. Those were the medicine women and medicine men of the Celts. And they the Celts, the, the leaders were always coming back to the Druids to ask for advice. And the Druids were actually the one guiding the tribe of like where to go next. And the Druids used to gather in forests and in caves. 
And I even went to Germany and visited one of those caves where they used to gather and do their mystery teaching and come together. And it's like so beautiful when you are in like-minded community too, and you share your, um, your things, your magic, right? Like the the occurrences, the synchronicities. Yeah. And it is being validated. It is being held in like that. That's truth. Like the baseline of the cave is magic is real. Like, so we're not, we're not doubting any of that stuff. So now let's go deeper from there. You know, like it's, it opens up the conversation on a deeper level because you're not just trying to like, oh yeah, I had the synchronicity heaven. I want to share about it. And then you have yeah. people like, okay, it's kind of random thing that happens, or I don't know yeah. if that has anything to do with it. No, you're being validated in your truth. You're being validated in your magic. You're being seen Mm-hmm. as who you truly are as co-creator as a goddess mm-hmm. and really knowing like okay when that community is sharing and reflecting back your truth that just empowers you more to then totally. step out of the cave and totally. be in, in you know going into the city or going into the matrix so to speak yeah. and share your medicine with the people yeah. and even when someone has like oh, i don't really believe it it's you don't take it seriously anymore because yeah. you have a whole group of other women that are behind you and be like that yeah goddess is freaking amazing and real that magic is real so you don't have you have that bigger confidence in yourself yeah you share your soul medicine and this is truly what what i desire for all of us to step into this next level of our confidence of our empowerment of knowing wow this is who i am this is why i've come here and this is what i want to share with the world while while having lots of fun (laughs) yeah let's put that joy Choose joy. Choose joy. Choose joy. Choose joy. Okay, I hear you, Cindy. Choose joy. Okay, got it. Sometimes you can get too focused on like, okay, what are the things, right? Like all the things that I want to do and share and like all the ideas. And then it's like, well, that and joy and peace and love, right? Like we want to all do that while we're truly indulging in this physical realm and we're really making the best out of our lifetime and being like yes i can have both i can be of service yeah and i can really enjoy myself (laughs) true story i live and breathe that i know that very well i'm ready to get my joy back like i'm going to disneyland tomorrow night with my girlfriend and it's my birthday week and it's like it's my solar return so it's like okay i'm in the process of crushing over the next threshold at 42 and it's like okay and yeah, so yes, my intention this week is, is choose joy. No, that, that, no doubt about it, you know. And isn't so. it so fun too with the solar returns, just like knowing like each time when it's your birthday, it's this next evolution that you're stepping totally. into. Totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, because again, at the end of the day, it's like a solar return or birthday. It's like, you know, my soul is calling the next evolution, right? So like last year, my whole evolution was, what it was like to be in union, to live with my partner, to experience, as you call it, the we, right? And now there's a different up-leveling. And so every year we're being called from a, of, a, of a rising up and up and up and up. And so it's like, why not sprinkle in some fun along the way? And that is exactly what I'm bringing myself back to. So yeah, for sure. And so I want to thank you again for joining today on the Awakening the Feminine podcast. I will be placing Hannah's website, her social media channels, all of the ways that you can get in contact with Hannah 
And like I said, she is magic. She is an inner witch. You know, she is a medicine woman. And she really literally is here living her gifts and sharing it with the world. And so if there was anything in today's podcast that was like, wow, I want to experience, I want to explore, I really encourage you to lean into curiosity of like, if I were to tap into my inner witch that I haven't tapped into, is this something of a possibility that I can explore and just see what comes up for you? Because it may be a full fuck yes, or it may be like, "Mm, I'm not scared. So know that I'll be putting all of the ways that you can connect to Hannah in the show notes, tagging her when we share this video, ironically, in October, the month of the witch. So Hannah, again, I see you. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And thank you all for joining and tuning in. Make sure you like this podcast, share it with other channels, share it with other women. Let's spread a little bit more magic, ladies. Take care. Thank you so much.